Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To Hyman, working in front of the net, he'll walk up, score! Open your blades, tighten your skates. The latest news on your team. All right, two bits of business for you. Well, one bit of conjecture, but first a bit of business. The hottest guests in the game. To be a general manager in this league, every now and then you got to do something outside of the box. You won't get anywhere else. Connor McDavid is not going to be denied. At some point, he's just going to pick this team up and put it on his back. The Edmonton Oilers just went full Harlem Globetrotters on that. This is Leon Dreisaitl. I'm Darnell Nurse. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on your home for Oilers Hockey. 630 Chan. Now, here's Brandon Escott. Little different vibe than the last time we spoke. Oilers riding a three-game winning streak and actually I think riding an airplane right now down to Florida where they begin a very important four-game road trip starting Saturday on 6.30. Chad, it's a 2 o'clock puck drop between the Oilers and the Lightning and they're riding high after a 4-3 comeback overtime win. Evander Kane rallying the troops pretty much by his lonesome. It's not as if it wasn't a group effort. But in reality, that by Evander Kane was spectacular to score the final three goals of a three-goal comeback victory, natural hat trick, which, by the way, it's his ninth career hat trick. Six of them have come with the Edmonton Oilers. I found that absolutely uh, mystifying. He hasn't been in Edmonton that long, and the time that he has spent here, frankly, it's been marred by injuries, but he started like gangbusters when he first signed, and obviously the playoffs included in that as well. There you go, six of them. And back-to-back games with natural hat tricks as well. Remember, Zach Hyman did the same thing. Uh, that's a complete statistical outlier. And really, the outlying statistics hadn't been favoring Edmonton through the first 14 or so games of the year. But they've been able to turn it around now. Five, nine, and one. They're still seventh of eight in the Pacific Division. And I say they've turned it around. They certainly are playing like a different team. 
but my goodness, they've got some making up to do because of the hole that they fell down in the first place. Again, it's not going to be easy to continue this run, but certainly as has already been pointed out on the text line, the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Some stiffer competition coming up than that which they have faced, beating Seattle twice and a pretty punchless offense from the New York Islanders. It was a lot of fun if you stuck around last night, if you woke up this morning and found out that the Oilers had a comeback victory. I hope you learned a lesson. you got to stick it out to the end of the game, otherwise you miss the beauty of sport that uh, that it is. It is Brandon Escott uh, with you today. We're going to get into the audio vault and hear how it sounded momentarily. Ron McLean coming up at 5.35 from NHL Hockey on Rogers for Century Casino Edmonton and uh, John Shannon as well at 6.05. Oil Kings victorious last night as they started a three-game road trip of their own. They started it against the Regina Pats and beat them 6-1. A couple more games awaiting there, so we'll learn all about that with uh, head coach Luke Pierce at 6.35. Would love to get your input and what you're seeing has really changed for Edmonton. Better goaltending, but maybe Skinner getting lower danger shots against what are you recognizing in the three Oilers wins 780-496-0063 is the Ashley Fine Floors text line would love to hear what you have to say get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street 111th Avenue or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more top story today without a doubt this three game heater the team has been on top story brought to you by legacy heating and cooling whether it's heating or cooling you need get it with no payments no interest for a year that's how you build a legacy legacy heating and cooling yeah, big one last night. And the Rogers Place crowd reacted. It probably sounded pretty good on the Oilers radio network. I was getting ready to do a walk-off interview. I didn't even see it. I was underneath by the dressing room. But let me tell you, the building shook. And that was absolutely spectacular. Were you there? Let me know what the vibes were like for you. Let's hear it in the audio vault brought to you by Direct Workwear. Check out Direct Workwear's new FR Parka with enhanced warming features, only $270. It was Cam Moon and Bob Stoffer on the call last night. Oilers try to make it three wins in a row. They host Seattle. Comes off a stick out to Bjorkstrand and a glove save made by Skinner. Oliver Bjorkstrand with a gift. He's being our backbone right now and it's awesome to see. I don't know. He's had his uh, struggles early on here, but the last five, six games I think has been awesome. So uh, it's great to see. And it obviously gives us D-men and, and, and everybody on the team a, a, a different calmness out there. And we, we, uh, we're really thriving off of that. Turning it up is Drysaddle comes through the middle. Into the Seattle zone. Nice pass to McDavid. Oh, scores! Connor McDavid goes to the backhand. And the Oilers are up. 1-0. On the right for Eberle. He'll shoot it. Pad save. Rebound. Scores. Going to the front of the net was McCann. 
After that shot from Eberle, and McCann's able to tie this game at one. He's got Yamamoto there, comes back to the point. Dunn left wing, he'll shoot, scores! Dunn let it go from the point. There was traffic in front of the net, may have been redirected, and the Kraken have a 2-1 lead. Oh, uh, malfunction at the junction between Ekholm and Bouchard, and Seattle strong on the puck. Belmar with the flyby. Looks like he got the deflection of the Dunn shot, but the Oilers got beat to the puck. Oliver Bjorkstrand to Tolvanen. He'll shoot it. Saved by Skinner. Rebound scores! In front of the net was Alex Wenberg. He got one chance, and with the second one, he sweeps it past Skinner, and it's a 3-1 Seattle lead. Dearney's in the corner in the Oilers' zone. Oh, 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 oh. He put it back off the outside of the post, and now Seattle touches it. Oh, my. To Kane, back to the blue line. Bouchard down the right wing, centering pass. Nugent Hopkins into the corner in front to Kane scores! Evander Kane has tied it at three! Bouchard, he's going to skate to the middle. He'll fake the shot to Hyman. To Kane scores! Patrick goal! Game winner! Oilers win! against the Seattle Kraken. Evan Bouchard will pick up his third assist of the game. A great pass by Hyman. And the Oilers did it without having to rely, really, on McDavid and Drysaddle in OT. And that was a key thing because they didn't have possession for the first couple of minutes of OT and you're sitting there banging your head against the wall because it's that I mean the, the NHL and the general managers are legitimately addressing how do you make overtime more interesting and less conducive to just circling around and keeping puck possession but the Oilers finally regained possession got an offensive opportunity face off happens win that face off and then they were able to go and take care of business and win the game with Vander Kane, who picked up his seventh goal of the season. He's up to 15 points in 15 games and is second to Leon Dreisaitl in team scoring at this point. Dreisaitl with 21 points in 15 games. So as much as we've talked about his lack of offensive production or quote-unquote, he's right back up there too. Another nice couple of games from Dreisaitl. It wasn't perfect by any means. And in fact, it was really interesting for me to hear head coach Chris Knobloch in the postgame talk about the final 12 minutes of the second period essentially being like rock bottom for the Oilers and the way that they're capable of playing. The difference this time around is that it didn't consume them. They didn't give up the next goal. And maybe that's part of of how Stuart Skinner's been playing. Maybe it's part of how the team's been playing around him. But the bottom line is they were able to stay in the game and stay in it long enough to, as we say, pull one out of the fire. They rescued victory 
from the jaws of defeat and they probably won a game that they didn't necessarily have a lot of business winning at the end of the day a much better third period agrees Evander Kane we talked about it in the second intermission um, you know we got to create some energy we got to flick the switch and um, I thought we did a pretty good job we got in a little penalty trouble uh, in that first half of the third period and our penalty did a great job Stu was big uh, made the saves he had to and um, you know Nursey saving that empty net goal off the face off there was a huge play obviously uh, to, to help us uh, win the game so that was a great play we'll get to Nurse in a minute here but more on the penalty kill in particular which went five for five last night hasn't been a strong suit at all for this team uh, to start the season in fact they are I wrote it down let's not lose it here Brendan you wrote it down <laughs> they're sitting in what 25th position in the NHL with uh, 74% PK so lots of room for improvement there and we've seen it we've seen it improve from the goaltending in fact and here's Knobloch well good penalty kills usually goaltending goaltending will usually influence if your penalty kill has success or not so obviously the goaltending was good but um, what I saw was a group of guys willing to block shots from our defensemen our forwards um, I think there were some mistakes out there but I'm seeing a lot of buy-in and commitment to make the play and prevent goals from going in or at least making it hard for the other team to score goals now, you heard Nurse talked about there in terms of making that play with his stick. He blocked five total shots, and that play at the end of the game, that would have salted things away, obviously, for Seattle. But he was all over it, active, smothered the offender, and was able to uh, knock that puck down, and they go on to victory. So it's those small plays sometimes that are ultimately the difference, or you can look back on and say that was a swing moment. He led all uh, Oilers in ice time, Nurse did, playing 25 minutes, 46 seconds, and five blocked shots. He had this to say on the team's mental toughness. We're talking here about being a resilient group. We've seen it countless times. I know for the guys that have been here for a while, the, uh, there is the resiliency in this group and showing up on our backs against the wall. I don't think that can really be questioned, so it's great to see it tonight, and it's a, it's a big win that, that puts a few together for us. Took an elbow in the chops, I believe, from Alex Wenberg. I didn't see it live, but I went back and took a peek. I'm pretty sure I saw 21 and White knock him. And uh, Nurse in the post-game scrum was joking with us in the media. He couldn't talk because he had a piece of flesh, as gruesome as that sounds. That was just kind of hanging out there and uh, needed some work. So that's the price you pay of being a hard-nosed hockey player. And that's the kind of hockey player that I want Darnell Nurse to really pride himself on being. And I think that most of you listening to the show right now would agree offensive production be damned just go out there and be as hard to play against as anybody in the league particularly making nine and a half million dollars and he did that last night i was really impressed with what i saw to darnell nurse uh, coach knoblock a little more on the 4-3 overtime win inside the direct workwear audio vault the season's never going to be easy and there's never going to be no adversity and um the more things that you work through and fight through and have success when it's all done, it's just, it's great for team building, guys feel good, and then the next time things are in a difficult situation, they know they can handle it and they know they can do this. So, yeah, and would I have liked us to win 5 nothing? and would have been easy because we played perfectly? Yes, um, but hopefully the way that we won today makes us a better team in the long run. 
had they lost that game with some of the lack of discipline that you guys are pointing out right now at 780-496-0063, it could have been a lot more deflating. It could have made the first couple of wins that they've put together on this streak seem like Fugazi or or sort of the the dead cat bounce, if you will, with the new coach. But I think that was a statement from the players to the coach and 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 that kind of win last night. Now I don't say that was a statement game, but I do think it was a statement win. And to me, there's a discernible difference in those two things. Stuart Skinner, again, feeling pretty good about where his game has been at in the last three. It's definitely it's definitely improved. Um, it's gotten a lot better. Uh, and at the same time, the guys in front of me have been doing just a fantastic job. You know, again, talking about the PK, like we, I don't think we've let in a goal in the last three games, maybe one. Um, I'm not too sure exactly what it is, but I mean, that's just, that's massive that, that you know, being able to do that allows you to win games so again just huge credit to the guys in front of me coach knoblock with some thoughts on the goaltender what i've seen i've been very impressed i think he's played really well um i think the chances that we gave up and he only gave up three tonight um i think he played really well and so that's two games i've seen him play and been very happy and obviously we would like him to continue what he's doing and they're putting him in a position to be the one continuing. He's unchallenged for starts at this point. And the schedule is going to lend itself for, to them being able to do this for a little bit, playing every second or third day and not having those back-to-back scenarios that force the backup goaltender in. So they'll get to spot pick where they want Calvin Pickard to play, where they're going to give Stuart Skinner a breather. But what they've got right now is a, a 25-year-old goaltender who they've given the reins to and said you're the starter for this team henceforth it is 522 in Edmonton Brendan Escott with you on Oilers now as the team travels to Tampa we'll get to NHL today there's hockey going on overseas we got some live right now we had some earlier today in Stockholm I'll tell you what you may have missed in NHL today when we get back I'm Darnell Nurse from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. It's Brendan Escott in today, the team in transit to Florida, getting rid of this road trip earlier in the season. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Five, nine, and one in the first, count them up, what is that, 15 games of the year, but still seventh of eight in the Pacific. Now, you're only six points back of St. Louis for the final wildcard playoff spot, so well within reach, in my opinion. Lots of runway left here, 
but you got to keep this thing rolling and it's going to be even more impactful I think in the long run if they can keep it rolling on the road against some quality opponents uh, 780-496-0063 is the number to text but right now let's get to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing your local branded merchandise specialist head to ElitePromoMarketing.com I mentioned there was some action with the Global Series getting going earlier today that one went to overtime the Senators got out to a 4-0 lead. Detroit tied the game at 4. They go to the final two seconds of overtime and Tim Stutzla bats the puck out of midair baseball style as James Reimer is trying to make a save. It goes over the goalie's head into the net. Senators win 5-4. Yeah, I think the crowd in Stockholm was appreciative. On right now, a scoreless game between the Blue Jackets and Coyotes in Columbus. Canadians up a goal on the Vegas Golden Knights at home. That should appease Oilers fans. And we've got the Penguins up a goal on New Jersey as well. Later tonight, you've got the All-Canadian battle and an important one for Calgary. They've got the division-leading Vancouver Canucks at the Saddledome, 7 o'clock tonight. Adam Ernie was fined, yes, for that elbow on Pierre-Edouard Bellamar last night. I didn't like the play. I mean, that was a complete lack of discipline. You want people to be impactful, uh, but there's you, you, you could have made a hit on the boards without throwing your elbow up into a guy's jaw, right? Because you put your team at a disadvantage, and if they didn't kill that penalty off at that time, then we're not talking about an excellent penalty kill and overtime win. We're talking about Ernie as the GOAT. The GOAT. Not the GOAT. <laughs> Commissioner Gary Bettman spoke today in Stockholm. Yes, he did. And he talked, uh, saying that decentralizing the NHL draft, which means rather than every team going to the locale, they just send the draft eligible players and every team operates the draft from home. That might not take place until 2025. Just a few bugs to get worked out in, in the meantime. So we'll keep an eye on that one. Otherwise, Baker, Bakersfield losing a fifth straight game last night. Olivier Rodrigue was in net for that 4-1 loss to the Wranglers in Calgary. They're off for a couple days. They host Henderson on Tuesday. Oil Kings thumped the Pats 6-1 in Regina last night. That started a three-game road trip. More coming with head coach Luke Pierce in about an hour. And the Alberta Golden Bears get the Regina Cougars at the Claire Drake this weekend. We have Hockey Night in Canada's Ron McLean coming up after a global news, weather, traffic update with Randy Kilburn.